Welcome to Life Karma. Hello there, the angel from my nightmare, the shadow in the background of the moor, the unsuspecting victim. Man, I remember that song in high school. Hello there. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Blink 182 in yes. the house. I miss you. I miss our great country. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. No doubt. Oh, that song is called I Miss You. I miss you. I miss uh, debate instead of personal attacks on each other. Oh, my gosh. Like, why don't we talk about the issues facing Americans and solutions to our problems instead of just defacing, defaming one another and just getting caught up in hyperbole and rhetoric and facts that are change every day. It seems weird because there are no answers. They don't want, they don't want answers. I think my personal opinion is they don't want answers because then there's no one in power. They just hide behind this weird ambiguity, right? Yeah. I mean, if you give everyone the answers, then they don't need that leader. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, if uh, your math teacher gives you all the answers for the test, do you really need the math teacher anymore? Yeah. Or where are the answers then, buddy? Well, what are we that's talking a good, about? I don't know. Where are the answers to all these questions? Well, I think that's our theme today. Uh, where are the answers? This is, this is so funny, guys, because this is when <laughs> Sam always wants this theme, and I'm always like, nah, I don't need no theme. Let's no, see how this rolls. No, you, well, that's fine. It's you got to have some simple construct so you can have a good conversation. Nah, nah I just let, let, let it roll and piss. My, my, my goal is always just try to piss Sam off. I mean, that's, <laughs> like, that's my theme of every episode. Yeah. Well, I went to therapy yesterday, so oh, it's going to be hard to piss me off. Well, I went to the massage bar today. Damn it. Oh, it you're so going to give me that lady's contact information. I need to go do that. Yes. Massage bar down Lehigh. You guys will not be sad. You didn't. You you will be sad if you don't. It's the lady that walks on walks all over your body with her feet. She massages. Right? Yeah, your whole body. Like I was like, oh, like she asked me this hard question, and then she like hit the the part of my body that like my thigh, mm -hmm. and it hurt so bad I couldn't even talk back. Yeah, I have that frequently. I have this. I do this stru integrated structure therapy stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just damn torture. Yeah, Whitney Doll massage bar. Hit it up. Hit, hit it, it up. Hit it up. Does she have the answers to a sore and tight body, like oh, a yeah, body full sure. of... Yeah, see, there you go. Yeah. So you see how that, where are the answers yeah. that, that does it for us. So. Here's the thing about society, though, is I don't know where the answers come from. I, I mean, I know what I believe, but I know that we as a, a society can come to answers that actually benefit everybody. There right. is some universal benefit, um, but not when we're divided. Not when we don't have a common goal. That, that was the beauty of 9-11. It gave us a common goal. Common goal, right. So I, I wrote this book called Guts. Um, and uh, in, in the book Guts, we talk about having creating goals that come from your head, your heart, and your guts. So the facts, right, the data points, how you feel about the data points, and then your, your intuition or conscience. And it's the combining of those things that can really help you have what I call a gutsy goal. And, um, and when you do that, you tend to have some good goals. You tend to have some solid stuff, but the problem is, you know, everybody's facts are different. I was just going to say, how do you define what a fact is in that situation? Well, if I get on the scale, the facts are that I'm 296 pounds. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, a, fact. A, that's a fact, but right. The fact <laughs> is I just ate a freaking 
piece of candy no, that evidently sugar. has no sugar in it. Yeah. I don't know if I believe those facts. Smart sweets. Smart sweets. You can oh my target. gosh, that was like good. Three grams of sugar in the whole thing. Three ga- in the whole package. In and the whole they, package. I'm going to have one right now. It's that's called delight. Sweet Fish. I need to get some of that. Mm, yeah. yeah. It's uh, plant-based. Yes. So the problem is with, you know, people, I took a, dude, this is no lie. I took a course at Georgia Tech and it was entitled how to lie with statistics (laughs) because you can, you can look at data. Yeah. You can twist it, twist it however you want. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I mean, that's just, I was going to say in law school, that's all we do is we look at the law and how can you twist it? What's it missing? What is it missing a comma in the wrong place or is it missing a certain word? You know? Twist it. Yeah. Twist it. You can always find statistics almost back up anything. Yeah. So I've always heard, you know, feelings aren't facts, but these days feelings are becoming facts. People just make up shit because they f- feel anger. Did you hear that 911 call? Oh, yeah. The 911 call, the lady trapped in traffic and the and the 911 operator. Hopefully we can play that for audience. Yeah. She said, well, there's nothing we can do. Yeah. That was, yeah. We've been to- told to stand down by the city, by the city council or the right. the city and I would suggest you call the city. And she's like, what? Call the city? Yeah, is this the one with the, she had her daughter in the car? Yes. She's yes. like, call the city. People are jumping on my car and destroying it. And you want me to call the freaking city? Oh, yeah. That, that, it, it enraged me to listen to it's that. It's unbelievable. Well, it enraged a lot of people because the, um, uh, the Fairfax Police Department responded to it because a lot of people called the police department yeah. and said, what the hell are you doing? Standing down. The 911 operator was disciplined. Good. They um, they uh, they created a new policy for when people are protesting and people are in trouble. They have cops a block away that can help them. So all that stuff. But I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? How about the guy that was just beaten? Was it last weekend in Portland? The white guy kicked in the head, knocked yeah. out. Do you know what was happening? He was trying. <laughs> oh, I listened to the guy that was eyewitness there, and what happened was this: the the mob went after a trans woman. Beat her up, stole her stuff, and this guy was trying to protect her. And they kicked him a in the white head. guy. Yeah. A white yeah. supremacist, quote unquote. Is trying to protect tell me when a white supremacist would try to transfer. Yeah. So so here's what we're losing. Um, we're losing it in Groves. It's called public safety. We're losing the concept and the idea of public safety. Well no, but go back to what you told me on Sunday. Remember how you said like about the laws and no consequences? Right, right. Yeah. So, so what's happening is um, I was reading in some religious writings that talked about a law being affixed and the reason there's a punishment with a law when it's broken is, um, is for our benefit. And if there was no punishment and no law, then God would not exist. Right. Um, and then people would do whatever the hell they want. <laughs> and then I told yeah. Brian, I'm like, well, people are doing that right now because they don't fear the consequence. They don't fear the consequence. So they're doing whatever the hell they want. And that's dangerous because then they're just doing their primal stuff. The, the dude, I, I couldn't be more happier that we had some protests here in Salt Lake City and some dude set fire to a cop car. Okay. Yeah. He was arraigned and found he was arraigned and charged with first degree felony and faces twenty years in yes. prison. And I'm like, damn straight, dumbass. You don't you well, don't set stop, fire to cop cars. Stop cop cars getting on place on yeah. fire. Yeah. And it was and he he thought he'd escape consequences. And that's what happens, the, the mob mentality. People think they're gonna escape consequences. And you're free. You are free to do whatever the hell you want, but you are not free 
um, to escape consequences. They will, they will, karma is a mean, scorned, crazy lady um, or man. I don't know if I don't, I don't want to offend anybody. It, but when is a mob okay? I mean, there a mob is times. never okay. Well, I think so. I think there's times that it's okay. Well, mob is synonymous with destroying things. So right. I, you I mean, can like protest. Our, a gathering of people protesting is not a mob. Yeah, but I think about this. Like, if our government went bad, we are definitely going to get a mob with our Second Amendment rights, and we're going to take our government yeah. back. If people want to take your guns away, you need to be more worried about what they're going to do without your guns uh-huh. than take your than take oh, yeah. your guns away. Oh, absolutely. Because then they can do anything. If you have no, if you can't defend yourself and your family and your private your private property, then it's just freaking anarchy. Well, there's a big win today, by the way, in the court system. Tell they us about said it. That California's um, ban on magazines that are over ten bullets unconstitutional. Really? Yes. So that 10 mil I just got that has 15 rounds, have I showed it to you? Sickest ass gun with a suppressor thing on it. It says on, there's a sticker on the outside that says illegal in the state of California. Not no more. (laughs) Well, very good. (laughs) I can bring my 15 round clip to Cali. It's just like, you know, and it's, I don't, I don't understand the divisiveness. Like, I don't understand you know, it just causes more and more problems. And, and, and Trump does it, too, sometimes. He creates division when he doesn't need no, to. No. I, I think um, there are many things about Trump that bother me deeply, right, that he doesn't need to do. He doesn't, you know, I, I think from an actual policy standpoint, he's fairly con- conservative. And I, what he actually puts in place, I actually like a lot. But his rhetoric is just bullshit. And I'm like, it drives me nuts. Well, what, why? I mean, he, um, uh, what's it called? He pardoned Susan B. Anthony this week. I was just like, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, great. No I, sense. I get that Susan B. Anthony should have been arrested. She should have, none of these bad things should have happened to her. But why now? Yeah. Why don't you, why don't you pardon Snowden? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, pardon him and then see what that does. I'm going to give you my favorite quote from Snowden. But like I said, I've been reading his book. It's interesting. I would love some, for someone to debate with me. On him, someone that knows a lot more about him than me, that would be a lot of fun for me to listen to. Okay, let me start. What convinced me that school at least was an illegitimate system was that it wouldn't recognize any legitimate dissent. That's a problem. It's a huge problem. Schools should be a place of critical thinking, of critical discussion, critical debate. Yeah, why don't kids even debate anymore? I think they have a little club of debate or something like that, but they don't. But like, how how interesting would it be, for instance, to have uh, two high school students or teams or whatever debate social issues? It'd like, be great. It'd be great because now they have to think of solutions. Right. So I was taught by a good friend of mine, Breck England, Doctor Breck England, to celebrate differences. You know, because you can learn stuff from people. Yeah. <laughs> you can find answers. From other people. Right. Right? Sometimes the answers are from others and who have different opinions. That's a weird thing. You you're different than I am. Yeah, we are. We're we're very different in many ways. And I've learned a great deal from you. Mm -hmm. I've gotten answers from you. I got answers about legal problems from you. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) You gave me some answers. And then as soon as I called you and told you what I did, so you said, say nothing. And I'm like, I already screwed the pooch. I said everything. I confessed everything. (laughs) Have you not watched any TV shows? (laughs) (laughs) So in the end, because I was honest and forthright in my mistake, it turned out to be good for me. That never pays off in the law. 
in the law. Being honest and forthright. Well, it did okay. I mean, because I I had a good lawyer. I had a good lawyer and it paid off. That's what paid off. Still. Because you had the answers that I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) How to navigate the legal system. It's like, what crap? You already talked. What? What do you mean? What do you mean you already talked to him? Yeah. So you're you're wearing a U.S. US mail shirt today. Oh, my gosh. With a pink. uh, And so so what's the whole controversy with the U.S. mail? They're going to do this. I don't even understand this whole controversy with the U.S. mail. I mean... We're going to defund the mail or something? I don't know. I mean, the, here's the thing. The election's going to go on either way, whether it's mail-in, whether it's not, whether we're all going to stand in line and vote like we yeah. always do. The electoral people are going to elect the president. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, this is not going to go on for weeks. No. It's not a popular vote. People don't understand. No. If you're an electoral college member, you can vote for whoever the hell you want. Now, yeah, I guess well, in some... Some states you're bound to do the vote for the popular vote, mm-hmm. but a lot of times you can run in dissent of that. I'm pretty sure you still can. I mean, Romney runs in dissent of what Utah wants all the time right now. Yeah, he does. He doesn't represent his constituents. He just represents a whatever. I, I really I like Romney. I'm like, what are you doing, man? I have no idea. You could build bridges instead of to blow them up. Makes no, no sense. No, he doesn't. No. I'm surprised he's not speaking at the Democratic National Convention. <laughs> <laughs> they had some governors that were Republican that are speaking. Yeah, what's of course. his name? Kasich. Kasich. Kasich was yeah. on there, but I never liked him anyways. He he defected. Oh, he defected. goodness. Okay, well, I want to play some clips then from the... Do you think I'll find the answers in those clips? No, you definitely won't. But I think (laughs) you really hate the fact that I put themes to things. No, I I don't. It's funny. It gives us a nice little counterpoint. Counterpoint. Yeah, it does. It does. I don't know. I mean, listen. Sam writes up the little descriptions of our podcast. He does a fantastic job, by the way. But it's just so funny to me because I'm like, yeah, see where it goes, and then come up with a theme. And he's like, no, we need a theme. And I'm like, that's what makes it interesting. We have a theme, and then it goes all over the place, and we all pull it back to the theme. Yeah, I mean, that makes it that makes it interesting. The theme is my crazy brain and Sam's crazy brain. That's That's cool. Which we have crazy brains here. All right, all right. So this is just the highlights. I'm going to pause it at different places probably too. Okay, so tell me when you want to ramp this up. Yeah, okay, ramp it up. Let's see what happens here. We got Como. Speak in here first. Como, who loves Trump two months ago and hates him now. And when it cannot defend itself. Over these past few years, America's body politic has been weakened. The divisions have been growing deeper. The anti-Semitism, the anti-Latino, the anti-immigrant fervor, the race. Okay, listen, right there. He talks about the division, right? And then he says the anti-Latino, anti-Semitism, anti boo 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 Como, do you remember who stopped the Jews from trying to have their church services who tried to stop them from having their funerals during this whole thing. That was you, brother. That was you. Like, I haven't felt that as much, at least here in Utah, this anti-minority thing. Neither have I. You know, one of the things that I just, that just bugs the living shit about the politicians from my perspective, both on the right and the left, is no one is taking responsibility. No. Like, draw a line in the sand, have some courage, mm-hmm. Take responsibility when you make a mistake, say you screw up, and then move on. Learn from it, move on. And what happens is you can't make a mistake and have a public life. No. Because anything you do, you're torn to shreds like um, piranha, like pariah and piranha. They're just tearing you to shreds over any mistake you make. Yeah, they want to. It's just crazy. All right, here we go. Some more. ...in Charlottesville, where the KKK didn't even bother to wear their hoods. Today, we trail the world in defeating COVID. We have over 5 million cases. Americans learned a critical lesson. How vulnerable we are when we are divided. 
and how many lives can be lost when our government is incompetent. Americans' eyes have been opened, and we have seen in this crisis the truth that government matters and leadership matters, and it determines whether we thrive and grow or whether we live or die. Okay. So, so okay, we, we trail the world in COVID. Right. Right. I mean, I'm like, whoa. Well, we don't trail the world in COVID. Well, I don't even, let's say we do. We test more than anybody, right? Right, because we have more. So we've almost tested a million people in Utah. The whole state population is 2 million. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. There's been a, almost 800,000 tests. So I'm always like, how many people have taken it two, three, four times? A bunch, I bet. But here's the thing that always bugs me about him and what he said. He said, we figured out that you need government. No, I don't. Why do I need government? There's only one purpose for government. That Public safety. That's that's, that's why you need government. That's it. That is it. I am just, military, right? Right. That's it. Public safety and to secure your rights, constitutional rights. That's it. That's why government exists. Well, okay, maybe an occasional road. Right. But the government doesn't exist to protect your constitutional rights. That would be the, the, the executive branch, right? Like right, the, the local courts. law enforcement or the courts, but, yeah. But Como, I don't need you. I don't need you. You're a governor mm. of what? So the crazy thing about Como is he's speaking, he's speaking a couple months ago, he's speaking pra Donald Trump's praises. And now Donald Trump is the vilest sinner on the whole world. And let's just stop making it about Trump and not make it about issues. Let's, I, I don't want to, you know what? If I was to challenge the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, stop talking about Nancy Pelosi. Yes. Right? Stop talking about Obama and Hillary. Yes. And on the left, stop talking about Trump. Yeah. Stop well, it. Just stop it. Ta well, start talking about issues and what we can do to make things better. Well, you know what else he said in there that's not in that highlight? Is he called the coronavirus the... The European, European virus. Oh. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Really? The European virus? Oh, someone just I'm totally fine with calling it the China, the China virus. Someone hit me with a brick, please. I mean, yeah. like, when I heard that, I about, like, fell off the couch. I was yeah. like, oh, oh, my gosh, please. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm going to find the answers listening to the Democrats well, or the Republicans. No, there were no answers there. It was like, we, you need us. That's basically what it was. Yeah. You need us because you suck by yourself. <laughs> I mean, that's like, yeah. that's like, hey, government. All right, let's see who's speaking here next. All right, turn this up. Let's see what she says. As Donald Trump calls me, that woman from Michigan, democracy is a team sport, especially now. Over the past few months, we've learned what's essential, rising to the challenge, not denying it. We've learned who is essential, too. Not just the wealthiest among us, not a president who fights his fellow Americans. All right, look, okay, there's something. even in that little clip on life. Wow. Okay. That's the Michigan, Governor of Michigan. Yeah, the, the, Who still has everything shut down. I know. It's so crazy to me. And yet she's, I mean, the thing they're saying. It's a team sport. They keep harping. Yeah, I know. Democracy is a team sport. It's actually not because you go vote and then you have a leader. But um, <laughs> the thing. I can't figure out. Oh man! Teams work together that. to win. That's what they do. So that is absolute bullshit. Teams, oh. democracy. If if it was a team sport, you'd work together to win. Not nobody's working together. No one's working together, and that deserves all Americans. That that is just a nightmare for all well, Americans. And the coronavirus. This is the thing that keep, they kept harping on this on the, on the first night of the Democrat convention. They kept saying the coronavirus response was horrible. But here's the one thing that none of them are telling me is what would you have done differently. And how would that have fixed anything? Yeah, because they're not into the issues. They're just into 
coronavirus is it's the Trump virus and it's not yeah. like he had anything to do with the coronavirus. Well, that's like saying hindsight's always twenty twenty, but yeah. you, but your hindsight isn't even twenty twenty. It's delusional because you're not even telling me. I'm totally open yeah. to an idea that we screwed up, but tell me how we could have been better. So so I learned I learned in my strange childhood growing up when you get in an argument with somebody, yeah. if you're losing. You just attack something on them yes. physically. I actually heard Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> she's losing. She's talking about stuff and she's getting lost in it. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she calls Donald Trump morbidly obese. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, that's what I used to use when I was 13. And you're losing an argument. You say, well, your well, your nose looks like you know, uh, like a ski slope. You you goof. Yeah, your your yeah. breath smells exactly like your ass. Or yeah. you know, you just attack yes. them physically. Or, or by some with some physical yes. slam, and I'm like, that's just childish. Right? She's being a child. Well, just like tell me how to tell me how it could have been better. Because if you can tell me a plan of what you would have done, even having hindsight, let's hear it. Yeah. No, tell me, tell me your plan you now. Yes. Tell, tell me your plan now. The green, uh, like the green new deal. We've heard a lot about that. We've heard a lot about. Um, I just want to hear the deal on how they're going to get rid of freaking Corona as soon as they're right. How we're going to solve Corona. What are you going to do with borders? How are you going to help the economy, stimulate the economy? Like none of that conversation is happening. No, it's not. And I don't And, and any conversation that's happening there is so ridiculously far fetched. It's not even like, like my, my 14 year old daughter could come up with a better idea. Well, it's just like, you're getting up and forth. You're, you're a governor of a state and you can't even like, Give me a good argument. Yeah. So, so, um, give us some answers, people. Yeah. yeah. Answers like we need to go to you. Like our politicians need to go. We need to yes. go to them to get answers, not not argument and hyperbole. Right. Give want, us some yeah. answers. Well, if they want to be leaders, give us answers. And here's the thing that'll piss me off is when if we have the Republican convention, and again, they're not gonna if they don't tell us anything about what they're gonna do. Then I'll be just as pissed if oh, they yeah. just attack Democrats the whole time. This is a freaking waste of my time. Yeah, they're going to attack Schumer and Pelosi. Yeah, they're going to attack Obama and Biden, and uh, and and part of this attack thing is squarely on Donald Trump's shoulders. Yeah, I agree. He started this whole damn pissing match, yeah. and they've been um, the Democrats have been slamming Republicans for a while, and I think what happened was Trump was the first president to take the gloves off and just go to town with them. And they weren't prepared for it. Now, what it did was just escalated everything. But this country right now is looking, I think, personally, for someone to take the high road and give us answers. Like right. The Democrats came out and said, hey, I'm not going to get into Trump. I'm not going to get into this. This He's baiting me, right? Like, it's clickbait here. He's baiting me to try and call him personal things. I'm not. Let me tell you how we will make this country better. Let me tell you how I stop Corona. Let me tell you how I make your day to day better. Yeah. What I'm going to do and take the high road and say, I'm not going to respond to any personal attacks by Donald Trump and I won't be taking any at him. Right. So I learned this from my therapist recently um, when he said, when your wife's complaining about you or attacking you or criticizing you, don't defend it. I know. That, that, so recently there was a kind of argument we had and I just said, she said I was a walking contradiction. And I said, so you're saying I'm a hypocrite. No, a contradiction is different than hypocrite. Yeah, which is, you know, I discovered that today. But <laughs> to me, it was the same thing. Three days ago, it was the same thing. Dude, so, But here's the thing about Sam. I just have to throw this in there right here. Like, if you say one thing about him, he automatically thinks it's like the, like you go sometimes like that it means something way worse. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Hey. Like if I said, 
I said, like, if I said, like, you're kind of fast, you'd be like, oh, so I'm the slowest dude of all time. Would I do that? Do yeah, I? Am I? Am I, I, I thought I was a glass half, half full guy. No, you are. You are. I'm just saying, like, you are about life. But I think I'm the same way. If, you, if someone says something about me personally, right? And I'm like, oh yeah, I am the worst at that. Yeah, like you look like an old man because your pepper, your your yeah, beard's pepper. I'd be like, crap, I look like I'm 80. Yeah, yeah. So um, let me get back to this point about not responding or not defending myself. Yes. I said. Well, it appears from your perspective that I am a walking contradiction. It wasn't my intention in those 17 examples you just gave me of how I can contradict everything. It wasn't my intention in any of those to be a contradiction or a hypocrite. Um, I, I won't even defend it. I, I'm sorry. My wife said I'm not fun anymore this week. <laughs> she obviously doesn't drive to Maverick with you and get like drinks. I'm, I'm no longer fun. No longer fun. Yeah, I stopped being fun a while ago. Can I tell you why she said I'm no longer fun? Um, I don't know. Did I can she, only imagine. She, she, <laughs> I can't even say. She, she, she comes to me and she's like, hey, I need you to do something for me. I'm like, okay, cool. What? And then she pulls out her phone and shows me a picture of a like very, very expensive house. Like very expensive. And like $2 million, $3 million house. Like right? 1.5. Right, yeah, and she's like, oh, I want this house. And I'm like, I don't even look at it. I'm like, no. I just said, no. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm no. I'm not never going to do that. I'm never going to do that. And then all hell broke loose. Oh, yeah. Well, all hell broke loose for me because I didn't go camp. Listen to this. Here's You'll love this. You will love this. So she asked me to go camping yeah. with her and Hannah and Ben and Tawny, right? Yeah. I love Ben and Tawny, but I hate camping. So I'm like, I'm not going camping, right? So she's gone camping with Ben and Tani for a couple of days. So I'm like, I'm home alone with Jake. And I'm like, let's do something productive. So I go shoot a, a, a video short out on the salt flats. Which is way cool. With my friend, with my friend Jimmy, who you know. Shut your mouth. Yeah. So uh, I come back and Kim goes, you need to answer a question for me. And I'm like, what? She goes, why do you like Jimmy more than your family? And I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, you went out to the salt flats and did a bunch of stuff with Jimmy instead of going to camping with Ben and Tani. And I, I'm like, yeah, you're, you're comparing apples to oranges, man. That's just, I hate camping. I didn't go camping. I filled the time with doing some other stuff that was experimental and cool. Made some cool pictures and stuff. We posted them on Life Karma. That yes, bitch. And, um, but I got in trouble. Yeah. I'm like, I knew I was in trouble. You knew as soon as you said you weren't going camping, you were. In I trouble. was in trouble, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, no, I hate, I hate leaping, sleeping on the ground, <sighs> right? I hate all the things doing with camp because, and I, I learned that I learned that I probably hate camping because I can't control things. Or, you know, it's bad enough to have family dynamic, but then when you're not comfortable with the, you're the environment, it makes it even worse, and it shuts me down. Yeah. So I'm like, no, if I can't control the environment, then I'm not going. If if I have to be with my family, which is all unpredictable at times. And if I, I can't predict the environment, I'm, I'm off. No, I'm not doing it. It's no for me. And I'm like, if I can control one, I'm good. But if I control, can't control both of them, and she goes, why do you have to control anything? I'm like, because I'm broken and terrible person. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a mental health thing. I'm just, forgive me. As soon as you say camping. I'm a human piece of shit. I'm like, I don't deserve to live. I'm, let me go. Sweet. 
the so, answers are not in me. Their answers are some out there in the aliens. In the aliens. So as you said, Gabby, I thought about Henry putting his hand, his hand like this next to his mouth and saying, "Boring." Well, camping can camping can be fun. I just wasn't a camper as boring. A kid. I was not a camper as a kid. I was like going we need to record him doing the boring. Boring as one of our sounds. Yeah, yes. we should. Um, so instead of camping, when I was a kid. I was playing blackjack <laughs> when I was 13. I was like playing roulette and blackjack and playing slots when I was 13, 14 years old, getting shredded with free drinks because I looked like a grown man. No one ever carded me. So that's what I was doing for fun. And even though I don't do that kind no, of stuff anymore. No, the kids hear that part. No, they can't hear it. It's they, they, like Sam was like a man child. I was a man child. I was large. I mean, I really wish I could have got away. So I, I, I was 6'2", 190 pounds when I was 13 years I old. I in the pools. Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I spent all my time in the pools, man. <laughs> all these ladies. I heard you wore like a, a Speedo. Oh, yeah. Then. No, I didn't <laughs> never wore a Speedo. <laughs> I tried to be a ladies man, but I wasn't. Oh, my gosh. Okay, back to <laughs> back to our conversation about where are the answers. That's right. Okay. Here we so, go. See, no, we got Bernie Sanders. Up, oh, so Sanders. Let's be, hear what Sanders good. had to yeah, say. This should be pretty good. But our movement continues and is getting stronger every day. Many of the ideas we fought for that just a few years ago were considered radical are now mainstream. But let us be clear. If Donald Trump is reelected, all the progress we have made will be in jeopardy. During this president's term, the unthinkable has become normal. He has tried to prevent people from voting, undermined the U.S. Postal Service, deployed the military and federal agents against peaceful protesters, threatened to delay the election, and suggested that he will not leave office if he loses. This is not normal, and we must never treat it like it is. His actions fanned this pandemic, resulting in over 170,000 deaths and a nation still unprepared to protect its people. Together, we must build a nation that is more equitable, more compassionate, and more inclusive. So, I guess I'll make comments. Yeah, you yeah, go first. So, let's. Um, Let's just uh, let's prepare to bend over because the taxes are coming, baby. Freedoms are diminishing and taxes are coming. Well, he was the first guy to even say anything about what they're going to do. And he said, make the world more equitable and compassionate. Okay, cool, Bernie. Equitable does not mean equal, first of all. Let's play. You want to play on words? I will play on words. Equitable, like Utah is an equitable division state when it comes to divorce. That does not mean equal. No. Second of all, how are you going to write compassion into the law? You can't. Well, why are you blaming 170,000 deaths on Donald Trump? Because that is just the, ridiculous. Oh, dude, that, if, if the virus is real, if all this stuff, then you need to blame every flu, vi every viral person that died from a virus, why President Obama and George W. Bush, we can go all the way back, should be blamed on every freaking person. Yeah, that is just, that's morally reprehensible. I. Trump had nothing to do with those 170,000 people But he has dying. to make the radical normal, just like he just said in there. The radical ideas have now become mainstream. Yeah, but they're not mainstream. They're people, not. The mainstream America does not believe that bullshit, I don't think. Well, Joe Biden was doing an interview with Cardi B, the rapper. Cardi B? Yeah, really? Yeah, it was very Did he try to smell her hair? And he's like... <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry. Oh did he remember his name? Or did he call her Cardi B or his wife? Well, like, he forgot how many grandchildren he had, first of all. But second of all, he said, so what are your listeners like want to see most? She's like, uh, free college, uh, free health care, free... And he's like, yep, they're going to have all that. They're going to have free four-year college, like a junior college or whatever they want. They're going to have free Medicare. Like, I'm like, Cardi, do you understand, Cardi B, you rich rapper, that you will lose 80% of your income to stuff like that because of what tax... She wants the free, free, for free, free, free stuff, right? Even though she has millions, she claims... Does she, I always think, do you think you get to keep your millions, but everyone else is still going to have free stuff? Is that what you're thinking? Because that's not how it works, sweetheart. Yeah. yeah. Or we're so, have massive inflation. Oh, yeah. That's another problem. That's a, whew, that's scary. Make sure you get your, your house rate fixed. Well, or buy a bunch of houses right now. Oh, yeah. Because if they like triple in price because of inflation. That's true. I don't know, dude. Bernie Sanders always fires me up. I get. Listen, I would love for everything to be good for everyone. Do you think Bernie has the answers? No. Do you think Biden has the answers? No. I think if I was to pick one Democratic uh, person that might is that Yang guy. Have you listened to him? Yeah, yeah. The guy that was running for president. That yeah, dude. He's super. Intelligent. I liked him a lot. He actually came out yesterday and said. This convention we're having here is not, we're not telling people what we're going to do. Oh, that's exactly, that's the problem. Yeah. We're not giving them answers to, we're not no. giving the answers to the American people they no. want to hear. No, no. And it's like, yeah, thank you, dude. Like, I actually like your Democrat. I like your ideas. Yeah. Like you actually figured yeah. it out. I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm probably person that swings more, con more centrist. I'm a centrist. Rather than being super conservative, I mean, yeah. I have a soft different. heart to help at risk kids and all those things. And they, I mean, I understand that they have a hard go of it and it's, it's going to be, you know, it's, that's why they I need some help. help. I understand that. And we should help them and we should do more than we're doing. And I like, but, but you also need to take personal initiative in your life. So what's happening is we have people um, promising you success and comfort and, and high lifestyle without personal commitment without um, doing you know so good because sacrifice and service i'm like come on people yes something right. can't come from nothing you cannot have wealth without work and industry like give me a damn break look at some logic for a second yep. let me say that again something can't come from nothing and you can define something as so, whatever you want it still defies logic something right. needs to come from something else Yes. And let me let me read you a quote from Snowden's new book. Quote, ultimately, it was a lesson in the principle of self-reliance, which my father insisted that America had forgotten. Right. It's about self-reliance. It has to come from somewhere. You can't you can't depend on someone else for what you need. Yeah. Codependency is going to kill America. No. You got to have independency. You got to I mean, you got to have independence. You got to be self-reliant. So one of the best things, this is the weirdest story I'm going to tell you. I remember when I turned 13. No, it was, yeah, it was my 13th birthday. <laughs> Las Vegas in my family. Guess what we did? Hmm. We went to a Vegas show of a stripper. Hmm. Striptease. Lady got naked in front of everybody. Striptease. Then we ate um, 
we were in a showroom at the Riviera. Mm-hmm. Saw the stripper, saw some singers. We ate a bunch of food. I had a bunch of shrimp. <laughs> I probably, I, I, I threw up on the way home because oh, I ate too much shrimp. <laughs> we stopped the car, I barfed and thing. And then afterwards, you know, we didn't do shit like that. My parents were like, Sammy, um, you probably are wondering why we made such a big deal of your birthday. And I'm like, well, it did dawn on me, you know, stripper and everything. It was special. And then, um, you know, the whole shrimp cocktail thing until I barfed was interesting, (laughs) you know. And then my, my, both my parents looked at me and they said, we just want you to know if there's ever a chance in hell of you going to school, it's all on you, buddy. We're not doing shit. And I'm like, I'm 13 years old. And like people, some people get all disturbed by that. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. Fair enough. Like, okay. So I'm 13. I'm like, how am I going to pay for school? Well, I'm going to get a college scholarship. I'm going to get football scholarship yeah. you know and then all of a sudden i started working maniacally to do that and did indeed do that and paid for my own school and and uh when i got married i had no safety net i had no no one's gonna protect my ass even to this day i've been a lot more fiscally conservative in my life haven't taken risk because there's nothing there's no one for me to go to if i if, if i shit the bed i'm gonna stink man there's no one that's gonna clean up yeah. the sheets if i shit the bed it's my responsibility yeah. right yeah. It's, a, it's a weird thought because not a lot of people think that way they don't and i'm like that's a problem yes a huge problem <laughs> I'm because i'm like because you become the victim right the victim of everything the best thing that happened to my son jake this summer is he decided instead of work for an hourly hourly wage to be an entrepreneur. So let me tell you what he's learned. Cash flow problems, money-making model problems, inventory problems. Things are always twice as expensive and they cost more, right? He's got receivable problems, right? And so I'm like, what he's learning is that, well, you got to have a money-making model that works. What you do is you're building custom furniture, so you have to get enough bound down to cover your labor and your expense. And, And then all of a sudden, when you deliver the product, you can't wait two months to get paid. You got to no. get paid the day you deliver it, yes. right? So he's learned all these things. And I'm like, dude, this is how you become self-reliant. It's my job yes. to teach you to be self-reliant. Now, Kim and I have been the bank. Yep. We've loaned him some money. Nice. But I'm like, you got to pay that shit back. <laughs> we made him pay it back when he started getting paid. And I'm like, you got to pay the money back. Because that was by, that was your college fund. <laughs> you, you didn't know that, but you're just paying back your college fund. Yeah, you're just paying back yourself. So anyway, but it's been I've really been proud of him because he's learned to be self-reliant and he's finding the answers for himself through experience. So sometimes answers come from experience or failure or well, when I say experience, yeah. I mean uh, doing something that works or doing something that doesn't work. And the, the more you understand why it didn't work and adjust to, to make it work, yes. then that's how you learn. That's mm-hmm. how you gain experience. I agree. So this runs perfectly into my last quote here by Snowden. Uh, he says, to grow up is to realize the extent to which your existence has been governed, has been governed by systems of rules, vague guidelines, and increasingly unsupportable norms that have been imposed on you without your consent and are subject to change at a moment's notice. Yeah, you've been brainwashed to believe one way and you'll be brainwashed to believe another. Yeah, you're no, you have been told what norms are. You don't yeah. get to come up with your own norms. No. You have been told. You've been taught not to think for yourself. You're this so I've read a lot of books on creativity and uh, when you're the most creative in your life is when you're 5 years old. Hmm. That's the most creative time in your life what do you know at five 
you're just fascinated by everything you play with toys well right? and, uh, but you don't have any, you don't have you don't have anybody rules. browbeating you no one's giving you the rules not and what happened is as you go through the education system you have all that beating beaten out of you by the time you're graduated from college whether you get your master's or phd or whatever judas doctorate whatever it is you have all the shit beaten out of you and then you're you're an adult without any creativity <laughs> so um i've learned over my life to when i want to be creative i just sort of I go, I digress into a five-year-old, right? I play with Play-Doh, shoot Nerf guns. I, like, I try to get myself away from those limiting thoughts and notions. So it opens my brain, but, but, um, so, so one of the things I was thinking on that I wanted to ask you before we go, because, you know, the theme here is where the answers come from. Aliens. Where are the, the theme here is where are the answers? So how do we find truth? How do we sort through the madness to find the actual truth of things so that we can act accordingly? The truth is in your consciousness. The truth is in you. Ooh, I like that answer. The truth is in you. It is nowhere else. You, when you are one with everything, you know the truth. Okay, that's Paolo. That's the alchemist speaking right there. That is that when you are one with everything... You know the truth without anybody else telling you what yeah. it is. How can you be one with everything? Uh, I'm still working on it. Yeah. Yeah. So the alchemist is about all of that becoming one with everything. Right. Which is a f brilliant thing. So one of my favorite quotes is that you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. The truth does not set you free. I don't believe that one bit. Really? I no. do believe it. I don't believe We disagree. It. Because Passionately you, disagree. Yes. When you find... <clears throat> This is what I hate about that statement is once you find the truth, it does not set you free because as soon as you know it, you have to act upon it. No, you don't. Yes, you do. No, you don't. If you find that's free truth, will, that's a different topic. No, 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 no. If you know something is true, Sam, can your conscious really not act upon it? Yes, I can choose not to do it. Now my conscious is going to lead me to do it. Truth. Then it's not a truth because for example, if you know that you love your wife, that's a truth. Yeah. You're not going to act on it? No. Oh. But if I know cocaine's bad for me, I'm not going to snort it. No. If I know action, the truth about no, no, addiction. No, no, no. Then you, you're, mis you're misunderstanding. Then yes, if you know cocaine's bad and that's a truth, then you know not to take it. And that is the action. Yeah. So I'm free from the addiction of the cocaine. Correct. Or the heroin. So you acted upon it. Right. Because I know the truth about it. Correct. That's okay, so you're, spot, you're talking out your ass. I don't understand no, it. No, no, no. So no. help me understand. So I'm, I'm talking out of my ass, or you're talking out of your ass. Well, Actually, I'm talking is, out of my mouth. But The truth does not make you free because the truth now controls what you do. No, it doesn't. Your frontal lobe controls what you do. No, your frontal lobe doesn't control Yeah, that. that's where you have choice. No, free will. No, your conscious controls your free will. No, I, people go against their conscious all the time. No, they, oh, okay, okay. Yes, and they yeah. learn. They, they feel guilty. I, oh, shit, I should have well, never I done know. that. Well, we can talk about guilt. <laughs> on another topic. <laughs> that is another topic. But, like, if you know something is true, and maybe, I don't know, maybe we're playing with different definitions here, but if I know that, for example, it's true, that I have to go to law school to become a lawyer. Well, then the action then becomes I go to law school to become a lawyer. Right. So here's how I rationalize what you're talking about. Mm. Maybe this will make us closer in our opinion. <laughs> so the yeah, truth for, for Brian Arnold, 
may be different than the truth for Sam Bracken. All day. So all the time, you know, we have different interpretations of truth. Yes. So the truth makes me free in that I know certain things and I act accordingly. Mm -hmm. I'm free to act accordingly and I'm not a prisoner to those things. I'm not a prisoner to those things. And I respect the fact that what's true to me may not be true to you. Right. Right. So that's okay. So truth can't set you free then. Yeah, it can. I'm free to... different. Yeah, it can. Well, yeah, I mean, like, you'll always have, quote, unquote, your choice. But, like, if you really believe... Quote, unquote, your choice. choice. It's like, (laughs) no, I have my choice. Well, did you really? Because if you know something's true and you're one with that, you're not going to go against it. Okay. Well, or, or you're, or that is truly yeah. an idiotic move. So one of the things I really like what you said, I think, which is great advice for our listeners is where you find the answers is in your conscience. It is the only place you find right. your answers. So your head, your heart, and your gut or your conscience. Well, at least, so at that's least. where, that's where you can find the answers in your intellect, in your emotion, and in your conscience. Hey, hey, hey guys, at least Sam didn't say love was going to conquer everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, I didn't talk about love today. We're gonna find All right, we're about to, love. time's about up. Yeah. You got something to roll us out yeah, on? It's, it's playing. Love will save us all. <laughs> no, Bernie Sanders is going to save us all with his love and compassion and equity. Equity. Equitable nature by my... Life karma, life karma out. We, uh, we hope you... Find where the answers are this week. Me too. Have a great one. Peace out. Yeah, peace out.